Pod, single people, single people, get ready because it's starting early this year. Okay, it sounds like we're going to be pretending to be single. Yeah, we're going to be pretending. It's very important information for single people. Okay, you scuff and they go. What? <laughs> you scuff and they go? Scuff and go? Scuff and go. And would you be okay with being someone's type? Something went down. There was wine spritzers involved. Oh, take a listen. <laughs> You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Would you be okay with being someone's type? Well, if they say it like that, hell yeah. Uh, I had a girlfriend who was really super annoyed. Really super annoyed because she's dating this new guy. She's super digging him, okay? Like, it's going great. It's going awesome. She went to a barbecue with him, okay? Okay. Met a bunch of his friends. And from all the ladies, you know how the ladies are circling the charcuterie board with their wine, mm. their spritzers, mm. a little bit of ice, a little bit of soda, white wine. Okay, don't say it like it's a bad thing. That's a great thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. The only way to drink white wine. So typical, speaking of types. I'm also annoyed for her. She's this new girl who's dating the guy. They've all been in the circle for a while. They're all like, yeah, makes sense. You're so his type. That's how they said it? Uh-huh. That's my type. That's my type. She was so annoyed. It really turned her off from the entire sitch. It's really like you're not special at all. You're, his- you're just like every yes. other girl we've met that he's right. dated. Right? Is she? I really felt for her. Was it an instant cat fight? Because I would have grabbed the little, <laughs> the little cheese charcuterie knife. I would have been like, "Let's go, chicks! You want to see a type? That blunt knife. You know the little round. You would have made it do things. Yeah. And now you understand why I'm making fun of the wines. I mean, I love myself a good wine spritzer too. But she was like, "Mm-hmm. That's so your type. Well, you're- guess what? Those ladies who are drinking that. They're 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 a type. Exactly. And she's like, "I'm gonna have a red wine. No soda. No ice, please. Hot." Right? Boil it. <laughs> Boil it. <laughs> Holly and Nira. It's happening. I saw it. I saw one. And I'm wondering if it's too soon. I saw a Halloween decoration. <laughs> like on in the store? No, one of my neighbor's houses. Ooh. They have a witch hanging from the door. I like their style. And it's mid-September. Yeah, makes sense. Does it? Well, you freak out when uh, people uh, are are putting up, what is it, like now it's Halloween, October 31st, it's only six weeks ahead of time, but how is, it, how, how is this not normal for Christmas? You know, mm. we don't freak out on people when they do this for Christmas, but now right. we're freaking out when people are doing it for Halloween. Yeah, you're right. I understand. <laughs> There's actually a group near, and I guess you're in this group, who think Halloween doesn't get the attention it deserves. You know, Halloween's just one day. Christmas is just one day. So why is Christmas so blown up? They get movies made about it. I mean, Halloween movies do get made, but like way more. There's way more about Christmas. There's like Halloween people who are like, don't be Halloweenist. I think what's happened is uh, because Halloween has really started because of the force of capitalism, Halloween... Wait, spooky music. (laughs) The force of capitalism. No, seriously. Uh, Halloween kind of gets screwed over because we start thinking about Christmas in August. Because it's like a marketing moneymaker? Yes. More than Halloween? Yes. Whoa. Yes, and because of that, then Halloween kind of gets pushed to the side. Can't we just go in order like we used to back in the day? Yeah. Do you remember? When it used to be 
Halloween. Yeah. November 1st, you can start thinking about anything else. Let's just do things in order. Let's enjoy them. Right. I mean, what about pumpkins for Thanksgiving? Mm. Did you for, did you think about Thanksgiving? There's still Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. When is that? Uh, I think it's like October yeah. 9th weekend. Whatever. Second weekend of October? Something like that as okay. well. And we, we forget about those things. Yeah. And now we're going... So this person who, your neighbor, mm-hmm. they're making it loud and proud. Good for them. Because otherwise, aren't you also scrambling at the end to get your Halloween decorations out? Yeah. And I always feel like it's a lot of work and then you only enjoy it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like the skeleton lights, where they're all in a ball. Like I got to get them. That's yeah, the little legs. I think what is hard to kind of put together is if you're still wearing open-toed shoes. Yeah. And Halloween decorations are out. Yeah, shorts and witches don't go together. Hey, Sorry. how dare you? Oh, I hit home. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Have you heard of the age of the Renaissance? Because it is super trending, and it's all thanks to Brendan Fraser. This just keeps getting better and better. You know him from The Mummy, of course, and now he's in that brand new movie, The Whale. Actually, I've been talking about him this week quite a bit. He got a almost seven-minute standing ovation after the premiere screening of The Whale. Everybody is talking about his performance in this yeah. movie and like how it's going to win like Oscar. every award. Yes, Oscars, Oscars, Oscars. The whole Oscar buzz is all about Brendan Fraser. Wow. And we're super stoked because he is the ultimate comeback guy. He's also Canadian. Yes, also Canadian. Uh, The thing about Brendan Fraser and the whole thing about the Renaissance, if you think about the Renaissance, the Renaissance was this time of European culture, art, uh, the economic rebirth, political rebirth, following the Middle Ages. Okay, the Renaissance was a beautiful liberating experience. It's a course I think you can take. I think you can take many courses on the ah, Renaissance. Yes, okay. Uh, I, there, uh, <laughs> it's like an undergrad thing or whatever that means. It was the 14th century to the 17th century. I think there might be like an entire department. Okay. Anyways, more than a course. All right. Anyways, so yeah, they're like, okay, this is the Renaissance because it's all about this new age, this new becoming that's kind of been at, like Repel, like, uh, sorry, not repelled. It's been like totally brought forth by Brendan Fraser and some of the things that happened with the story of the whale, what the movie stands for. And then Brendan Fraser, I don't know if you know this, he started crying after his or during his standing ovation. Okay? Okay. Because he started crying, people were like, wow, stoic man. We talked about this. It's about men showing feelings. Not being afraid to be vulnerable. Great. Another part of the Renaissance, I told you about this yesterday, it's about people of all genders knowing that a second act is possible in your life. Even if you peaked early, don't think that doesn't mean you can't peak again. Thank God. You can peak again. And now the third thing that's come forth with this Renaissance is that you are never too old to have a role model in your life. Mm. No matter how old you get, where you are in life, you can have a role model because we keep looking at role models as something we look up to when we're younger. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of forget about the role model thing as we get older. Life makes us busy, something happens. But the next stage of the Renaissance is knowing that we can always have a role model in our life. It's not just for kids and teenagers. Does a role model have to be older than you or can they be younger? Uh, I think, I don't think there's any limitations. No. Because you always think like older. You're like, when I get older, I'm going to be like that person. Like, look what they've done in their life. I'm going to be like that. But I think maybe as you get older, you might have to look younger too. Yeah. And we don't, like your role model changes. Like maybe it is more of like a hero worshiping style when you're a little bit younger. 
right? Wow. Okay. But as we're getting older, we look for different things in our role model. Maybe we do need someone who can showcase to us that, yeah, life is complicated, but you can get through it. You know, mm. someone who's like, things are hard. But look I persevered. Mm, yeah. And we can look for that. I was actually even like with so much that was kind of changing and happening and kind of amped up during the, I don't know, with us learning so much more about the BIPOC community and how we can be allies mm-hmm. to everything. I started thinking, well, if everybody started looking at themselves and wanting to be their own role model in life, don't you think we'd all be better humans? <sighs> That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, but... Don't you think you'd be a better human if you also thought, I kind of want to be my own role model with some of the decisions that I make in life? You really are looking up to yourself to be that person, to make good choices, to stand for something. I think parenting has made me do that. It's forced me to be like, oh, look, my kids are looking at me. I better be a role model for them. Yes. Lead by example. Show them what's up. Yeah. And know that there's more than just one course of the Renaissance. (laughs) There is. I'm going to Google. Please tell your children. (laughs) Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What's your cry schedule? Dude, it's kind of personal. I need to know. Because I was had this uh, big conversation with my friend Carla yesterday. She's like, so I've decided I'm going to have a good cry every two weeks. I'm like, oh, like you're actually scheduling out your crying. She's like, yeah. Hmm. She's like, I love it. I love having a good cry, but I'm like really busy right now with the kids. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm going to cry mm-hmm. every two weeks. Have a really good, like put on a sad movie, mm-hmm. drink a bottle of red and just let it fly. Mm-hmm. Good for her for knowing that that's what she needs. Totally. Right. And setting like, that's the other thing I've been telling you. I haven't had time to really cry anymore. Issues. What? Issues. It's true. I love crying in the car. I love crying in the shower. The shower is my favorite cry time. Dude, I agree. Love crying in the shower. Crying in the shower is the best. And then this one time I told Gary, I'm like, you need to take the kids out of the house. My husband, I told him like, just, I need, I said, I need to clean my room. And then I did. I went into my room. I put on like really nostalgic music that I knew was going to set me off big time. Mm -hmm. And I bawled my eyes out for four hours while I cleaned my room. Four hours? (laughs) Dude, you needed a release. Yeah, it was so good. You know, I love crying in the car too, but it's absolutely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I do but that. Like, it's so dramatic. No, I do the like. I get in my car, I cry, and then I drive. Like, then I start driving. I've had to pull over before. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I was an absolute mess. Like, <gasps> like ugly cry came on, and I was like, wow, okay. And I'm trying to do like my therapist is like, don't block your feelings, yeah. Holly. Don't block them. Let them. You know, sit with them. Yeah. Sit with discomfort. Horrifying. Very difficult to do. And so I tried. I was pulled over and was bald. It feels as though ugly cry becomes more of an ugly looking cry when you're trying to block it. Have you ever looked at yourself in a mirror when you're trying to not let yourself cry? (laughs) That's way uglier than just letting yourself cry sometimes. The blocking of it is what makes it sometimes not so attractive. How about the post cry face? That is hard to recover from. Yeah, that's off. And the problem is you then want to take a nice hot shower, right? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the hot shower actually causes more inflammation and more puffiness. Yeah. So you really look like a different person coming out from a hot shower cry. You should really just dunk yourself in freezing cold water. Ice bucket challenge? Ice bucket challenge. (laughs) After you cry. In a nice hot shower. (laughs) Nice hot shower. Perfect. More wine. (laughs) Oh, now we got wine in the mix. Oh, yeah, of course. It's all great. That's the only way (laughs) I can cry. Holly and Mira. And now, 
Well, the Brits have spoken upset with some of the decisions made by King Charles. That's today's top biz story. Some staff at Clarence House have been warned their jobs are at risk following King Charles' accession to the throne. Dozens of staff were told after the service to the Queen that was done yesterday. And they're being told that they're, you know, possibly going to be an alternate alternative rules. But right now he's got two, three of everything. Because he's going to go to Buckingham Palace. Right. And there's a lot of people that are like, you, you, we're, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with your jobs. And I guess if you are one of the staff members of Buckingham Palace, you know, you know, you know what's up. So why more. would you not want them? I don't know. Or you would think people that he's worked with all these years yeah. who have become his confidants. Yeah. Maybe the ones he would take along for the ride. I, I, I don't really know how it works in Buckingham Palace. There are probably lots of rules. But he also does realize that some of the expenses of the royal family do need to come down. He is aware of that. The monarch can't spend like they used to back in the day. And it's a redundant, some of the roles of people. Right, you don't need two of things. Mm-hmm. But you know, you'd want to keep the Buckingham Palace staff because they'd know all the secret passages. The secret. He grew up in Buckingham Palace. You know that, right? Right. <laughs> he would know them too. Yeah, but I bet you he doesn't know. I bet the queen had some crazy. She's like this. We call this the Corgi Hall. Wink. And it's like some weird, crazy pass. You got to keep the staff on there. Know the secrets. You really think the queen was oh, into all that? Yes. hundred <laughs> percent, right. dude. And there's some other stuff that went down. The royal role of Prince Andrew has been uh, confirmed. He is allowed to keep his royal role. And Beatrice, Princess Beatrice, has joined him. This is following the death of the queen. Five senior roles who act as counselor to the new monarch, King Charge, King King Charles. Yeah, he is in charge. He's <laughs> Charles in charge. That is one of his nicknames. King Charles have changed. So now his people are Princess Beatrice, Prince Andrew, also uh, his his sons, Prince William and Prince Harry. So in case Prince Char- King Charles cannot carry out his official duties temporarily because of an illness or absence abroad, then two or three of these people can kind of act in his place. Like it is a giant role. Prince Andrew? I know. How? And, and isn't there like all this controversy? I could not yes. watch the Epstein documentary stuff. It was too hardcore for me. Like it just made my stomach hurt. I know. It's disgusting. Yeah, it was so gross. I couldn't watch it. But yeah, wasn't he kind of linked to that yes, stuff? Kind of linked. Linked. Oh. Allegedly. Yeah, Scott, you watched it, right? Yeah, and I listened to the podcasts and, and stuff on it. Like he's, he's a scumbag. Linked. He's a scumbag. Absol- is he not Prince absolutely, Andrew? Absolutely. Right? De- definitely, yes. Yeah, so a lot of people are not happy about that. Like for him to stand in in case... It's just No, nice. come on. Uh, word is that Prince Harry is going to be going ahead with plans to release his memoir in November. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't really know. And what is William going to do? Like, I thought they really kind of connected on this trip. Uh, So much so that Meghan Markle is denying claims that she wore a secret microphone under her dress when she attended the Queen, uh, the Queen's memorial. Remember how they went Mm -hmm. for the special memorial? Yeah. And people are like, I think she has like some wires on. No. Yes. What? Oh my God. She's like, no, I'm not wearing any kind of secret wire. I wouldn't trust her, man. Maybe that's why she was distracting us with her hair. She kept trying to make it like she was fixing her hair. She kept touching her hair. Right? Maybe it's because she had a secret microphone. And they are doing a documentary for Netflix. And wouldn't that footage be something? I don't think that is calls for action, man. If that is for real. 
Oh my God. You know that, right? Yeah. You right. can't mess with the royal family to that degree. Calls for action. That's AKA <laughs> guillotine, right? I think so. Talent, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for scrub, this whole thing. Scrub off the rust off the guillotine. <laughs> Brad Pitt allegedly no longer using toilet paper. Every journey ends, but we go on. What? <laughs> yes. What's he using? Uh, apparently, he's all about like, he's a big fan of design and architecture, and he loves really well designed products. So he's installed this new high-tech Japanese toilet in his home to make sure that he'll never need to use toilet paper again. Okay, so he's getting sprayed. Yeah, I mean, I've been super used to this since I was a little kid because I used to go to India a lot with Mm -hmm. my family and there was no such thing as toilet paper when I used to go to India. Mm. And we had to, like, really, the old school way. Right. It was no bidet, like you had a bucket of water. Right. But they do say it's the cleanest way to be ever. Like, that is the cleanest thing you can do for your, your, your bottom is like, water. How do you grab the bucket of water? Like, how do you grab? There was how, a lot of questions. Can you show me? <laughs> well, the bucket isn't in now. It's do all we about a, the bidet. Scott, can we get a bucket? I need to see uh, how this I works. Can, I can look in. Find that. a bucket. The bum bucket challenge. All right. I'm wow. Nira and that's the biz. Brought to you by Vancouver Young Actors School. Now in two locations. Near Science World and Port Coquitlam. Act now. Visit VancouverYoungActorsSchool.com Attention shoppers. It's time to play Holly and Nira's Who's Bag Is It Anyway? With Shoppers Drug Mart. We have a $500 gift card to give away right now to Shoppers Drug Mart. Their bonus redemption event is on September 16th to 21st. You can get even more for your points. Yeah, we really don't actually want to give away. We no, want we to don't. keep it for ourselves. I want to give it to you and then you can give it to me. <laughs> All right, well, we got Sue here from Vancouver. Sue, are you ready to play a little game with us? It's called Holly and Nira's Whose Bag Is It Anyway? I sure am. Okay. I'm so no, excited. So, do you, you love shoppers as much as we do? Oh my god, I love shoppers. I was yes. just online last night looking at <laughs> what I could buy. Oh my god, perfect! They have great deals. So what we're going to do, our producer Scott's going to give us items. You just tell okay. us whose bag this item belongs in, okay? Who does it really suit? You just got to get three right. We'll make sure you get three right, and this gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart is all yours. Okay, I can't wait. This is so fun. Okay, Sue, first item in the bag here. Ooh, delicious. Uh, Doritos chips. Whose bag is that in? Holly's or Nira's? I am going to guess Nira's. That is a tough one. What do you say on this one, Holly? Yeah, they're they're in my bag. You got to take them? I'm taking them. Fine, she's taking them. We'll give them to Holly. Listen, they're a good munchie snack. Yeah, I, I'm more of a Takis girl. Oh, okay. she's a superior. <laughs> Doritos <laughs> no, are good no, enough for Nero. Or, or the Dorito <laughs> Dynamites. You know the really, really, really spicy ones? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm basic. So you got it right, Sue. <laughs> oh, no, you got no, it wrong. No, she got it wrong. That's, yeah, okay. Yeah. that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's we'll okay. keep going. Yeah. Uh, okay, Let's Sue. One. Look at this. An aroma diffuser. <laughs> An aroma diffuser. Whose bag is that in? Holly's or Nira's? I'm going to say Mira's. Yes, that, that is, is correct. correct. Yes, yes, yes. She, sm- she smells better than me. So. <laughs> okay, so my, let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, okay, latex gloves. Some latex gloves in the bag here. Who's, whose bag is that? Nira. Yes, yes, definitely. Psycho. Yeah, okay. and they are Nira's. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. The psycho's helping her win. It's great. Okay. Okay. You got two right so far, Sue. All right, Yay. Sue. We need one more. Ah, some okay. self-tanner. Who's using self-tanner? Is that Holly's bag or Nira's bag? I'm going to guess Holly on yeah. that one. Yes, yes Sue, you got it. 
it. So you got three right. Congratulations. You got yourself that $500 gift card to Shoppers Drug Mart. I am so excited. Thank you. And I love you guys. I've been watching and listening to you guys for years and years and years. I love oh, that you've been fun. watching us too, Sue. Yeah, we're okay I with know. that, Sue. We like it. I love you too. <laughs> can you see us right now, Sue? Should we be worried? But okay, we right. can see you, Sue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enjoy your gift card. Thank you so much. Have a great day, ladies. You, you as too. well. Mom, mom, mom. We're going to play again tomorrow morning, 7.30, right after Nero's Biz. You're waking up with Holly and Nero. You scuff, they go. Is that the rule? You scuff, they go, and we're talking about shoes. 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 Oh, my God. Shoes. I recently had a couple of incidences. With your shoes. With my shoes. Shoes. I wore my shoes. They got scuffed in a location where it's very obvious that they're scuffed. Like, fancier shoes. Not runners or something. Not sneakers. Mm -hmm. High heels. They got scuffed. And now I'm all upset because it's bothering me to wear them. So I'm like, what's the point of wearing the shoes if the, you, you just scuff them and then you, you can't wear them again? Yeah, you're one of those women. What does that mean? The kind of chick who <laughs> who buys something and then is like, I don't want to wreck it. Yeah. So I'm never going to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> and then it sits in your closet. It's like, dude, what's the point? I know. I know it's messed up. But I do. I like to put my shoes in those see-through shoe containers. Okay. God, I didn't. <laughs> I've actually never known somebody who actually owned those. So I'm a, a what? That's cool. What? No, I put mine. Ooh, get ready in the closet. No, mine are in the containers. Oh, of course, yeah. And they're on. Then they're on a shelf in the garage. So are I they can alphabetized. See them. No, they're not alphabetized, but so I can see what the shoes are, right? Wow. You put them there. And then recently I was like, I'm going to go out of my comfort zone. I'm going to wear some of these shoes this summer. But seriously, like a scuff, a scuff, and that's it? Like, And the, now I can't wear them because now they're scuffed. Or do you wear them with a scuff? Okay, I'm not fashion-y, so I have a real question. Don't laugh at me. If a, if a shoe gets scuffed, like, is it like faux pas to wear? I don't know. I, I feel like it looks wrong. It looks definitely wrong. Like, I was wearing these. Like, it looks like you've worn them? Like, but, you're supposed to look like you're wearing a brand new pair of shoes all the time? No, but the scuff is so, like, right where the toes are. Like, yeah, right that's where the toes where, are. Yeah, yeah, of I was walking, and I, I slipped a little bit, so it hit the concrete, so it's oh, right she was where... was tanked. How many drinks? <laughs> How many drinks were you in? But no, but it's like a nude kind of color of okay. the bottom, like, of the shoe. You know, where the entrance of the sandal is, where your yep. toes are exposed. And then it totally took off a little piece of the of the actual shoe. Uh. And then I tried to put it together with, um, like, uh, like, a nude nail polish. Okay. And kind of glue it all together. Okay. But it looks still pretty warped, and now it's bothering me. And then I'm like, if I just, if I just didn't wear them, that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> but, but will you wear them now? Because now that you've scuffed them, are you even going to wear them? Like exactly. Either situation, you're never wearing your shoes? Yeah, at least but that way they're sitting in a, in a beautiful clear box and looking good. For what? I don't know, but now they're scuffed and now I get rid of them. Now you're gonna get rid of them? I'm asking you. Should I? Do they? If you scuff, do they go? No. What would you think if I walked in here with scuffed scandals? I mean, scandals. <laughs> that would be a scandal. Are you drinking now? <laughs> scuffed scandals. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Okay, you know your age, age, but do you know your eternal age? Like eternal? <laughs> eternal? Eternal. Yes, I guess so. I think we're saying the same thing. Eternal, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I was reading about Mariah Carey. Yeah. Mariah Carey is 53 years old, but her eternal age, eternal age, yeah. is 12. What? what? 
Mariah's? Mariah Carey's like, look, I recognize I get another year older every year in the world, but I feel eternally 12 years old, and that never changes for me, and that is my eternal age. I am 12. Eternal age. 12. 12. She's like, I hit 12, and I've stayed 12. That's her forever age. She's 12. That's a bit concerning, don't you think? Um, That 12 is her eternal age? I don't know. Before I answer, I want to know what your eternal age is. Because I, if 12 is concerning, you might be really concerned for me as to what my eternal <laughs> age is. <laughs> Crap. I totally understand what she's saying. And I like what she's saying about, okay, she's getting older. But it's about how she's feeling inside. That's I, right. We hear that often, right? Like what I feel, though. How I act. How I behave. I would say like I'm a solid, I don't know. I, I think I'm a solid 20, 20, 20 something. Like 20, really? 25? No. What? No, you're... What? Hey, don't be mad. No, stop. You you don't make me mad. I think your eternal age is actually really old. Oh, you think like I'm an old soul? I I mean, I've thought for a long time you're a grandma. Yeah, right. Like not physically. Yeah. But like yeah, emotionally. Like, <laughs> you know when people are like, she's an old soul. Yeah. I think you're an old grandma. You Can, uh, can you say old soul? <laughs> it sounds a lot better than you think I'm a grandma. Sure. Old soul. Old soul. And I, so I think you're actually near your eternal age is probably like 92. Maybe it's not about my eternal age. Maybe I'm just eternal. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just eternal. You look good for 92. Okay. I'm not 92. <laughs> Holly and Mira. You're waking up with Holly and Mira. Virgin. You know that saying, it's the simple things? I live by that. That is me. You're, de- you're describing me. You're a simple thing. Yes, I am. Okay, simple things. I'm going to go with simple things that can make you proud. Let you have a really proud moment. Simple things. Because something like that just happened to me the other night. And I was like, I am so proud of myself. What okay? did you do? How long have you gone without giving attention to your phone? Like with it, like being in normal life. Like I mean, you're not camping, you're not off in the wilderness, you're not gone hiking. Right. Just normally in your home, inside your household. How long have you gone without giving attention to your phone, your cell phone? Oh God, I don't know. Less than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You need it. Even so just it. since talking right now, I've, I've looked at it twice. <laughs> okay, so okay, I'm obsessed. Guess what I did the other day? What? You will not believe it. I went over three hours without giving attention in any capacity to my phone. And I didn't notice. You know how? Because all of a sudden I was like, hey, 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 where's my phone? I couldn't find it anywhere in the house. I left it in the car by mistake. Oh my God. Over three hours. What? Over three hours. I did not have my phone anywhere physically around me. And I didn't even notice because I started having a panic, like a panicky moment because I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Did Did the child take it? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three hours? Over. What did you miss? How much stuff did you miss? There was tons of stuff. Like all the blah, 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 blah. But who cares? I actually got stuff done in my house. I was wandering around constantly. I had a giant checklist of things to do with the back to school stuff, organizing, labeling, ironing, scheduling, all around the house, all around the house, all around the house. And then over three hours went by and I didn't even know where my phone was. Where were your children at this point? All around me. 
Oh, like at home with you? Yeah. Okay. They were around and then they went to bed. Yeah. And it had been an hour since they'd gone to bed and I still didn't know where my... I mean, that, that's when after. I was like, oh, okay, now I should probably go see where my phone is. I got to go to bed. Okay, because that's big. If my kids aren't with me, I have to... I mean, that's how you get a hold of me. And I instantly think the worst, right? Like if I don't hear... Like if I, or if I see like one of their schools calling, I'm like, oh my God. Something terrible has happened to my child. Oh, like as in like, were my children like away from me? Yes. If your kids weren't at home, I wonder if you could have gone three hours. No, that's different. Okay. Yeah. Like then you are wondering if your kids are open. No, we're all in the household. Also, you have a landline. I know. So you have an alternative. <laughs> like if I didn't have my phone, you'd have to mail me a letter. Like I wouldn't get your message for like seven days. You know what I mean? I'm going to pigeon it to you. Pigeon, that's faster. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Hey, single people, single people, get ready, because it's starting early this year. Can we pretend we're single? We can pretend, because guess what's starting early? What? Cuffing season. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. That's right. But I've never understood this cuffing so thing. Delightful. Cuffing season happens every fall and winter. It's when single people look for like a fun, short-term partner. To cuddle with over the colder winter months. Because in the summer, you don't want to be cuffed. No way, man. You want to be single and mingling. You want to be free. You want to be free. You're out more in the summer. You're tanned. You're showing more skin okay. in the winter. You know, yeah. you're inside a lot. The weather's crap. Uh-huh. So it's nice to have someone to come over, watch a movie with. It's also very handy to have someone to dress up with for Halloween. Mm. To go to Christmas parties with at mm-hmm. Christmas. To have someone to kiss at New Year's. Are you actually talking about Christmas parties with me right now? Yeah, it's all part of cuffing season, honey. And apparently, it usually doesn't start till fall, mm-hmm. which is September 22nd this year. But cuffing season, word is, is already on. When you're cuffing with someone, mm-hmm. are you in a relationship with them? I guess you could say you're in a relationship. So why can't you just be in a... Like, why can't you be like... I think I think you both know like this is this is a cuffing relationship and let's talk after Valentine's Day and reassess but most likely it's going to be see you later. Cuffing to the point where you brought up Halloween, going to Halloween parties together. Mm-hmm. If your cuffer, like your partner, if you're she's my cuffer. If your cuffer has yeah. like is all of a sudden like hey cuz you you said it's starting early, you decided you're cuffing with each other. Mm-hmm. If you cuff with this person, your cuffer's like hey, let's do matching outfits for Halloween. Yeah. Is that allowed with your cuffer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. Talk and listen. Cuffing is how you cuff is up to you, but cuffing season is—it's a general term. But I'm sure there's rules within a cuff. What if you start falling for your cuffer? Oh yeah, I'm sure that happens. I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be okay if it turned into love forever. But really, the whole point is just you're a temporary fix during the colder months to snuggle and cuddle and just to have over. Yeah, just sounds like you're dating the person. Yeah. What is the issue? Why can't we just say we're dating? Because you're when I don't know about you, Nira, but when I started dating somebody, I'm not like this is going to be short term. I, I this is a six month thing, <laughs> right? You hopefully date because you're like maybe this will be long term. But when your cuffing season starts and you're dating that person, you know you're like, listen, we're good till Valentine's Day, and then okay. probably done. Okay, you then both we're done. know then it's like done. an agreement because yeah. then spring break is happening. You want to be free again, of course. <laughs> okay, spring has sprung, honey. Okay, please don't say it. Okay, like that. <laughs> Holly and Nira.